This is the Monday, August 16th edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. We've got you covered with a variety of action for tonight, so settle in and we'll set you up in 10 minutes with everything you need to know heading into the betting day. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. Tyler Foljam and Anita Marks with you on this Monday morning, so let's get your week off to a good start. And we will begin by looking back at week one of the NFL preseason. We've pretty much seen every team now play at least one game. So, Anita, based off what you have seen through just one week, it's time to overreact in a massive way. Uh, does this have you changing anything with the way you're approaching or making you lean towards anything with the way you're approaching some season-long totals or season-long props? I am doubling down, Tyler. That's what I'm doing. I love the Denver Broncos. I think people are sleeping on them. I like over nine and a half wins. I do believe they make it to the playoffs. I like the fact that they have two solid quarterbacks. We saw what Drew Locke could do this week. We're going to see what Teddy Bridgewater does next week. I love them minus one week one against the Giants and Javante Williams. Oh my gosh. Over 825 rushing yards. Uh, The dude was unbelievable. Five for 29 but had an unbelievable touchdown run that unfortunately was called back due to a holding penalty. I just, this team, they've got so many weapons on the offensive side of the ball, top 10 defense with the addition of Patrick Sertan, who had a big six. So I'm all over Denver, dude. Yeah, I like Javante Williams. He was my favorite running back coming out. I think he should have been drafted first instead of Najee Harris. Not that Harris is bad by any stretch of the imagination, but I think Javante can be special. And if they do get competent quarterback play, one of the deeper rosters around uh, in the National Football League everywhere else outside of the QB play. You mentioned Teddy Bridgewater there in Denver. His old team, the Carolina Panthers, um, now turns over the reins to Sam Darnold. How are you thinking about the Panthers after what you saw week one? Another team that I think people are sleeping on. I love Carolina. I love over eight and a half wins. Yes, I do believe they make it to the playoffs. Um, I love them. Week one, Sam Darnold going up against his old team, the Jets, a minus four week one. And listen, Sam Darnold over 38, 38, 50 passing yards and 23 and a half passing touchdowns. We saw some really young talent explode this week with Terrace Marshall, 59 yard reception. That was really impressive. And Tommy, Tommy Tremble, the, uh, the tight end, I had a lot of scouts tell me, Tyler, that he reminded them of Kittle. So there's a lot of weapons on this offense. I love their head coach, Matt Rule. He had a cup of coffee in uh, in New York here when I worked for the Giants, so I know him well. And uh, they go up against the Jets, the Texans, the Eagles, somewhat of a favorable schedule. So I like the Panthers this year. But a George Kittle um, comp for Tommy Tremble is no joke. That's extreme athleticism at the position. We'll see if uh, Darnold and Joe Brady and Rule can get something out of there. But you're right, Terrace Marshall, another one of these LSU wide receivers, I think that's just something you should be doing these days, draft wide receivers from LSU, because it seems like all of them come into the league and they can absolutely ball. So maybe Marshall is the uh, next in line following guys like Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham, Justin Jefferson, and the like. Uh, You mentioned how Sam Darnold's the QB there in Carolina. Of course, he was drafted in the first round a few years back by the New York Jets. They had moved on from Darnold and select Zach Wilson with the second pick. And I know you watched the Snoopy Bowl very close. I learned that's kind of the um, the uh, MetLife preseason matchup between the Giants and the Jets in week one. What do you think of what you saw out of the rookie QB from BYU? 
uh, listen, athleticism. I love the way the ball came out of his hand. Uh, and, and I could see why Joe Douglas, general manager, and uh, Robert Sala are in love with this young man. But keep in mind, let's keep it real. Uh, Giants played very little to <laughs> no starters, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, did not take a lot of risky throws. Everything was really scripted. I'm going to pay a lot of attention to what happens this week. Uh, the Jets are uh, have the, the, the double practice uh, with the Green Bay Packers. I'm going to pay a lot of attention to the news that comes out of there. But I'm not high on this Jets team. I've got under on five wins. I've got under 21 and a half passing touchdowns for Zach Wilson. I wouldn't be surprised if they add a veteran quarterback into that quarterback room. And they've got a tough, tough schedule. Their division is tough. Then they're at Carolina week one, at Denver, the Saints, the Bucks. So I'm fading the Jets this season. Yeah, I can understand that, uh, certainly. I do think Sal is going to be good. Jury's still out for me on Zach Wilson. But uh, they start started to build a pretty decent young core there. Um, Elijah Moore looks like he can play, although he's a little banged up right now. So bullish on the Jets long term, but maybe not this season. Uh, the first year Sal is coaching in the first year that we have Zach Wilson in the league. So that's kind of a reaction to week one of the NFL preseason. We do have some summer league and major league baseball tonight. We'll discuss further on daily wager today, which is on early 3 PM Eastern on ESPN two. That's noon Pacific uh, for us out here in the Las Vegas studio. And then any of you and I will be hosting bet on our digital platforms, 30 minutes Woo! after uh, daily wager ends, which is 4 30 PM Eastern on our YouTube channel, Twitter, Facebook, and the like. So we'll dive into this a little bit further on those shows, but uh, some summer league action. We do have a couple of games on ESPN2, I believe, tonight. One of those is Pistons and the Magic. Um, this could have been a really fun matchup. Don't know if we'll get to see what we were hoping to because these two teams drafted three of the top nine players in the NBA draft. Cade Cunningham, of course, number one. And the uh, Piston, or the Magic, pardon me, got Jalen Suggs and Franz Wagner. But Suggs is out. Uh, for the rest of the summer league with a thumb injury for the Magic. So that kind of stinks. Kate Cunningham didn't play in the last game either for the Pistons. A coach decision. We'll see if he gets back on the floor tonight or if his summer league has come to an end. Luca Garza has been a really pleasant surprise for the Pistons as well as reshaped his body and as being as productive in the summer league as he was at Iowa as one of the you know best players in the country uh, for the Hawkeyes the last few years. So I'll uh, lay the one and a half at the Pistons with no suds. And with Garza playing as well as he has, Sadiq Bays looked good as well. He was, of course, a uh, rookie for the Pistons who was impressive last year. And if, especially if Cunningham plays, I really like that. But there is some danger there uh, on Cunningham not playing. So if you find out information about that, you know, um, use at your own risk. But right now I will lay the one and a half with the Pistons and hope guys like Bay and Garza continue their play. Another game on ESPN, uh, two, I believe, is Hornets and the Bulls. Patrick Williams likely done for the preseason. He was a first rounder last year for the Bulls and was awesome in a couple of uh, summer league games this season. But uh, they've seen all they need to know, and he's going to be a key rotation player to that new team that has made a bunch of moves this offseason. So I will lay it with the Hornets as well, minus three and a half. They just have more guys who I know are going to play and uh, young guys that they need to find out if they can be part of the rotation going forward. Of course, James Booknight, the first round pick this year. So a couple of games in the summer league. Uh, I know we'll discuss it a little further on bet today and daily wager as well, but just some things to consider. I don't know if you've been looking at summer league games a lot or not, Anita, but a little harder to handicap because we just don't know who is going to be in and out of the lineup any given night. Yeah. I mean, listen, uh, NFL preseason games are hard to handicap. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, multiply that times 10. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right.
<laughs> All right, that taking place, of course, out here in Las Vegas. So, again, watch Daily Wager and Bet uh, today. And in uh, Major League Baseball, the one game that I think has the most cachet on the slate is the A's and the Chicago White Sox on the south side of Chicago. Frankie Montes has been really good going against Dallas Keuchel of the uh, White Sox. Uh, I lean towards uh, the A's in this one because I think Montes is the better pitcher. Um, Keuchel, of course, a ground ball specialist, but there's a lot of guys in that A's lineup, Matt Chapman, Matt Olson, uh, and the like who can get the ball in the air, uh, even against the best ground ball pitchers. So with Montes um, pitching as well as he has over the course of the last couple months, especially his K rate is way up around 30 percent. Um, I think he can hold the uh, White Sox lineup at bay, at least for a little bit. They do have a great bullpen in Oakland, but if you're if you're not inclined to go the, the full nine, uh, full game against a, a team like the Chicago White Sox, maybe the first five uh, lay the run line or the money line with the Oakland Athletics there because of the pitching advantage I think they have with Montas as the starter versus Dallas Keuchel. So that's about all I like or all I'm thinking about today on the MLB slate. Maybe, maybe an under at Coors Field. You know I've liked writing that. It's 12 and a half, but the Padres are in town, and they have a potent offense. The Rockies do have one of their better pitchers, Antonio Sensatello, on the bump as well. But always dangerous taking an under at Coors Field when there's a great offense like the uh, uh, Colorado – or excuse me, like the San Diego Padres involved, Anita. You know, you know, Tyler, I, I do like your A's pick, uh, you know, because obviously, you know, I'm here in New York. And so all weekend long, you know, I've been following that White Sox-Yankees series. And, and wow, like every game was so emotional. Um, so, you know, I, I think – and for that White Sox team to have to go from – the Yankees to now taking on the A's, um, you know, I, I think, I think it's, 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 it's been an emotional weekend for them. So sure. I like that. I, I like that A's pick a lot. All right, Anita, that's another Monday edition of the daily wager podcast in the books. Can't wait to uh, be on today with you on bet and daily wager should be a lot of fun as always. And can't wait to see what shirts you are rocking today for the presentations. <laughs> Well, only one way to find out. It will be a surprise. That's right. Tune in to Daily Wager again on early 3 p.m. Eastern. Bet at 4.30 p.m. Eastern on our digital platforms. That's it for today. 10 minutes of the bets you need as promised. Please do us a favor and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe if you're enjoying the show. It really helps us out tremendously. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow and hope to see you on ESPN2 with Daily Wager this afternoon and bet on our digital platforms. 